Advertising your business with GCN is simple, effective, and more affordable than you might think. Visit advertise.gcnlive.com for more info. Take your business to the next level. are about to listen to the Dr. Dahlia Show. Sassy, stimulating medical talk radio. Any medical advice Dr. Dahlia Wax gives on her show should not be substituted for an actual visit to your medical provider. And now, here's Dr. Dahlia. Doctor, doctor, give me the news. I got a bad case of loving you. All right, we are back on the Dr. Dahlia Show. Thank you all for tuning in. one 877 doc We pretty, really, really do appreciate you guys calling in. We appreciate your messages. We appreciate the feedback that you get. So whenever you do write or have a question, I like to talk about it on air. So one of you had told me that I guess they're going to remake The Wizard of Oz. Now, The Wizard of Oz was, what, was it a 1934 or 1939 classic? Um, The Wizard of Oz was fantastic, and I know they made some adaptations. Like, I remember watching The Wiz. I thought that was fantastic. But to remake the actual Wizard of Oz, I'm a little nervous for Hollywood. And Hollywood has been having an issue. And they think that society is anti-woman anti-woke in some respect when their adaptations of originals don't seem to make the cut so i think they did an all-female ghostbusters the women in ghostbusters are fantastic talent but why did you try to mess with a perfect recipe the movie ghostbusters back in was it 84 it was a classic. Dan Aykroyd, Bill Murray, I, everybody in it. Wow, just it was it was very well done. So why mess with it? Ocean's Eleven. Ocean's Eleven was fantastic. So they do an Ocean's Eight. I saw it. It was entertaining. I thought the women did a good job. You had an all star female cast of fantastic actresses, but it wasn't an Ocean's Eleven movie. And I, I'm wondering if Hollywood is just kind of missing. And you now, with my background in psychology and marketing and media, you know, I, I talk about Hollywood a lot because I think there's a lot of missed opportunities. Barbie, I thought was a huge missed opportunity. You now have a whole future of multiple movies where you could have Barbie, who is not replacing a male character, is her own character, not like what they did with Ghostbusters, used women to replace the iconic male characters in the movie. You have a female lead that could be, you know, if she's, let's say, Dr. Barbie, what did she do as Dr. Barbie? What did she do as Lawyer Barbie? There was so much they could have done, and instead, it was the story was a mess. Fantastic actors, fantastic music, fantastic costumes, but the story was horrible. And I can't stand when I see Hollywood miss opportunities. Now, Wonder Woman, it was a remake, but they didn't change the Wonder Woman was always a woman. They've been talking about making 007 a woman. James Bond, a woman. That's going to flop. Why mess with James Bond? Come up with another female, like Laura Croft, Tomb Raider, or come up with a new idea then. So, it, uh, you know, 
I think it's that Hollywood might be anti-remake. How do you take something that's so good and then mess it up? There's very few remakes of something that did better than the original. Very few. Why? Because if the original was so colossal, was so good, you already have an uphill battle. Now, Hollywood doesn't care all the time about that. They want to make money. So they got me to see Ghostbusters. I love Ghostbusters so much in the 80s that, yeah, I'm dying to see the female version. The problem is, is the message that came out of that launch was women don't do as good a job as men. That's not the, that's not what happened. The women did a great job in the movie. It's just that's not Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters were these guys that were giving each other crap and they were supposed to be, you know, um, uh, you know, just scientists. And then they ended up being heroes and it, it, it was a much different story. And so I don't want, as a woman, to think that I am a part of this narrative that put a woman in anything and if you don't like it, then you're misogynist. That's not the case. You have a story that's classic. You leave it. I mean, look at what happened to Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. They tried to, uh, dwarves were upset, or people, little people, as they're now being called, which I don't know if that's going to continue, because I don't think, I I just saw Midget Mania, where um, the individuals, the talent, was saying, look, we're midgets. Uh, Use the term. Don't be changing it. But with Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, they got rid of the dwarves, and they used uh, magical people. When you have a classic story like that, I'd rather you come up with a new story. Come up with a new story, and then you can do whatever you want with it. But when you take something that's so classic and try to change it, you know, would Snow White as a male work? If you Probably not. And so I think people are bucking the remakes. If anybody made a diehard remake, I'm going to tell you right now, I don't think it would work. Bruce Willis is diehard. Bruce Willis and John McClane uh, make a whole different movie or a whole different story. Let the diehard movies be the diehard movies. But without John McClane or Bruce Willis, it won't work. Same thing with Terminator. Some of the Terminator movies struggled. The Terminator was you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Now, mind you, he then ended up being uh, then a good guy, Terminator, but it still had him. Don't. Don't do a Terminator movie without him. It's not going to work. So what Hollywood needs to realize is what is it that people liked about the movies? Why was the movie a hit? And I get Hollywood might be pretending. They might be like, look, I made money, and we are at least going to have guaranteed money because people love the original that they're going to want to see. Well, now, for example, there's going to be a Beverly Hills Cop remake. I'm down. I am so down for that. But one of the reasons why I am is they're going to use all the characters. Eddie Murphy is still going to be Axel Foley. They're going to have all the other characters that they had. Now, maybe they might add to it, and but all right, you have me. But if you're going to take Beverly Hills Cop and put somebody else in it, it might be entertaining, but it's not going to be the same. And you're already going to be at a at a deficit. So just you know, come up with new content. It's not that hard. One eight seven seven Doc Dolly, don't go away.
Addictions can sneak up on us and come in many forms, whether it's drugs, alcohol, sex, video games, porn, or something less obvious, such as food, internet, or shopping. Addiction can seem innocent at first and then evolve into an insurmountable evil. In our book, Addiction Basics, Caitlin Kalikas and I dive into the common addictions and provide tips for identifying and preventing these before they sneak in and take over our lives. Addiction Basics can be found on Amazon or on my website, drdalia.com. Check it out. Dr. Dahlia here. Are you tired, gaining weight, burned out, stressed out? Well, how's your dopamine doing? Not sure? Then check out our book, Deploying Dopamine. How you feel right now, how you will feel an hour from now, how you will feel next week is completely reliant on our dopamine. Christian Kalikas and I created Deploying Dopamine, a book that tells you what dopamine is, when it dysfunctions, and how to successfully deploy dopamine when needed. So find Deploying Dopamine on Amazon or drdalia.com today. Radio. Why should I advertise on radio? There's nothing to look at, no pictures. Listen, you can do things on radio you couldn't possibly do on TV. That'll be the day. All right, watch this. Okay, people, and now when I give you the cue, I want the 700-foot mountain of whipped cream to roll into Lake Michigan, which has been drained and filled with hot chocolate. Then the Royal Canadian Air Force will fly overhead, towing a 10-ton maraschino cherry, which will be dropped into the whipped cream to the cheering of 25,000 extras. All right, cue the mountain. Now, you want to try that on television? Well... You see, radio is a very special medium because it stretches the imagination. Advertising your business with GCN is simple, effective, and more affordable than you might think. Visit advertise.gcnlive.com for more info. Take your business to the next level. Cahibo Tea Club's original Pure Pouty Arco Super Tea comes from the only tree in the world that fungus does not grow on. As a result, it naturally has antifungal, anti-infection, antiviral, antibacterial, anti-inflammation, and anti-parasite properties. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system. And it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit shopsupertea.com. The first word is shop, spelled S-H-O-P, then the word super, and then the word tea. The complete website is shopsupertea.com, or call us at 818-984-6100, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-984-6100, shopsupertea.com. Do you know someone with a drug or alcohol problem? Get help now. Insurance may cover everything. Stop the drug and alcohol nightmare. Call 800-284-0523. Learn how through the Family Medical Leave Act, you can leave your job without losing your job. Locations everywhere. Get immediate help for drug and alcohol problems. Call now. 800-284-0523. 800-284-0523. Cancer categorizes over 100 diseases. Though we do not diagnose, treat, or cure cancer, GCN team is offering the Clemson University study where there was up to a 95% reduction in cancerous cells when exposed to a plant-derived mineral supplement. 
If you or a loved one are searching for answers to this horrifying disease, come to GCNteam.com or call 877-878-4203. We'll email you a copy for free. That's 877-878-4203. Eating, working, living pain-free. These are things many of us take for granted. But for many adults with disabilities who are elderly or have serious medical issues, dental care is simply unaffordable. Dental Lifeline Network is looking for dentists who can change this. DLN is asking dentists and their teams to volunteer to just see one of the many patients in need. You can literally change a life. When you volunteer with DLN's donated dental services program to see one, you treat a pre-qualified patient in your office at your convenience. We handle the details so you can focus on the care. Lack of dental care can lead to the inability to have life-saving surgery, eat, or contribute to our community. If you are a dentist or know a dentist, please share this message. Will You See One? Visit willyouseeone.org to help change one life in your community today. Dr. Dahlia Show. Thank you all for tuning in. one 877 doc Dolly one 877 Big thanks to Genesis Communications Network for making the show happen. Big thanks to Brad, our producer. And big thanks to you all for tuning in. We really do appreciate it. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Dr. Dahlia and on Facebook, the Dr. Dahlia Show. So if you don't have trust, you don't have anything. You need trust. If you have a restaurant, people need to trust that they're getting good quality food, that they are going to get the food, and it is going to be what is advertised. If you are a patient, you want to trust your doctor. Know that they're not being bought by a pharmaceutical company, which is rare. We doctors know better than that. But still, you want to know that there's not a secondary gain. If a doctor says, you need to use this vitamin, why are you selling the vitamin? So trust is imperative. You need to trust your dentist. You need to trust your lawyer. Well, apparently, Americans' ratings, when the Gallup poll looked at 23 professionals, apparently the 2023 Honesty and Ethics poll found some fascinating data. And the trust that people have in these professions have declined. Now, nurses remain the most trusted profession. 78% of U.S. adults believe that nurses have high honesty and ethical standards. Only 78%? You would think that would be higher. It's down 7 percentage points from 2019 and 11 from its peak in 2020. Now, of course, at the bottom of the the scale were members of Congress, senators, car salespeople. So... That's interesting. So when you look at this data, nurses still top the list. Then there's veterinarians. They say in 2023, 65% of the population trusted veterinarians. Now, my trust dropped. I love veterinarians. I have a very good friend who's one. But remember I told you my shaky boo? I took him to the vet because he wasn't eating. 
And the vet just said, oh, we need, I mean, without barely looking at him, says we need to put him down right away. He's got either liver disease or cancer, but he's got to be put down. So I begged her, I go, can I at least take him home to say goodbye to the kids? They weren't expecting this. Let me let the kids say goodbye and I'll bring them back. Well, here we are two and a half years later. Cat's still going strong. So that made me, what was that about? And then there was another instance where they forgot about the cat and the uh, the other cat and the cat was on IV fluids. And as we're paying to take her home, getting her medications ready to go when they went to check on her, all of a sudden they come out going, we got to put her down. What you just didn't anybody look at her and apparently they overflowed her with they overloaded her with fluids. So I, I have had issues with but as far as I'm concerned, the average veterinarian is very trustworthy. It's just unfortunately, I've met some that it was pretty sad. They still rate higher than doctors. Engineers came in number three with 60% of people trusting engineers. Dentists came in fourth at 59%. Then came the medical doctors. So people do trust their dentists a little bit more than medical doctors. Now, keep in mind, medical doctors dropped drastically after COVID because people thought that they were all, you know, trying to push the narrative. A lot of people, but also people don't have their regular doctor anymore. The average doctor they have is somebody they've never met and they only see once. So, no. We are losing that trust. Pharmacists were lower than doctors on the list. I don't get that. People, many people trust their pharmacists. They, unless, again, it's they're not getting the same one. So then came police officers. 45% of the public trust police officers. College teachers were less. Psychiatrists than chiropractors than clergy. Clergy fell to 32% of people trust clergy. Now, it's very interesting because some of the clergy I know uh, lost a lot of trust when in some of the sermons they were bringing up politics. And I had to tell one of them, I said, look, I love you, but I just want to let you know some people are concerned that you're going to be up there bashing Trump. And people are coming so they can... Not, I mean, they're coming here for religion, not politics. And I, I, I just thought it was in that person's best interest for me to say, look, we might want to maybe, you know, you've been losing a lot of people. Maybe let's leave politics out. So if some clergy are getting involved with politics, yeah, that could be an issue. Labor union leaders down to 25% trust. Then came bankers, journalists, lawyers, state governors, business executives down to 12%, insurance salespeople, stockbrokers, advertising practitioners, car salespeople, senators, and only 6% of the population in this poll trusted members of Congress. Well, that, now you know why our democracy is in jeopardy. You voted that person in. We're voting people in to represent us, and then we're turning around not trusting them? That's fascinating. So our honesty and ethics is falling. So if patients don't have trust in their doctors, then when doctors say, look, you need to stop smoking, you need to get your mammograms, 
you need to get a vaccine. These patients are like, hell no. Now, I told you the whole vaccine thing was a cluster to seventh. People like Bernie Sanders, Senator Bernie Sanders, and other uh, uh, political officials were for years bagging on pharmaceutical industries. These pharmaceutical companies are taking your money. They're making you. It was all anti-pharmaceutical company, anti-pharmaceutical company, all anti-big pharma. And then all of a sudden, get your Pfizer shot, get your Moderna shot. And they wondered why people were second guessing that advice. You just told them two weeks ago that you can't trust big pharma. So what is it? Bankers, business executives, college teachers, college professors. That, I think, changed again. There was a lot of politics. So, you know, we have a job to do. When we are in a profession, and that job is to do that job. So if you're a college professor, and you are teaching Bio 190, then your job is to teach biology and teach what is necessary to pass the exams if that person needs that to get a medical school or they need it to be, get a biology degree. Right? The extra stuff, the stuff that gets added, is it really important? When I taught medical school, I wanted to teach the students two things. One, what they needed to pass their boards, but two, what they needed to become good doctors. Nothing else. I didn't have to teach them about how to cook. I didn't have to teach them and I had to you know, listen to music and appreciate the 12-bar blues. I That was not my job. You do your job. And, and it's frustrating. You know, Senator Mayorkas is up for impeachment um, because of how he's handling the uh, um, the border. And in his defense, my guess is no one's allowed to show up Biden. So if Biden and whoever is running Biden doesn't want the border secure, then Alejandro Mayorkas can't necessarily buck the system. But then uh, why are you the head of Department of Homeland Security? Get out. So uh, if Congress can't impeach Joe Biden, they're impeaching Alejandro Mayorkas. I get that. But just do your job. If your job is Homeland Security, didn't was it in New York some officers attacked by some illegal immigrants? We're not supposed to be inviting people into this country that are going to do crimes, commit crimes, are not going to help, are not going to pay taxes. And right now it appears that it is an absolute mess at the border. And some media outlets only show pictures of children and, you know, what about the cartel? What about individuals who are wolves in sheep's clothing? Just do your job. If you did your job, you'd get our trust. And the fact that nurses are one of the highest professions trusted, although I still think 78% is low, it should be higher. But to me, that means that you know a nurse's job is to not infuse you with political ideologies, is not to, their job is to get you better. Maybe because the nurses are so busy that they don't even have time to pee. That people infer that as they're hard workers, they're not adding all this extra stuff. They don't make extra money on you by giving you the wrong information about your physical therapy or your bandages or your condition. So people trust them. There's no secondary gain. one 877 Doc Dolly, don't go away. 
it's obvious, the unthinkable continues. Most Americans know something very wrong is happening. People in charge keep telling you that everything's fine and to stop noticing. But you know better. That's why self-reliant folks are investing in emergency food storage. And you should, too. My Patriot Supply, the nation's largest emergency preparedness company, are the ones you can trust. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $200 on each three-month food kit you purchase. My Patriot Supply also sells solar generators, gravity-powered water filters, off-grid room heaters for when the power goes out, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your items ship that same day and arrive quickly on your doorstep in unmarked boxes. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com today. Time is running out to prepare for what's coming. MyPatriotSupply.com USA News Update. There have been accusations that GOP House members are opposed to bipartisan compromise border legislation in the Senate because they want to help President Trump in November. House Speaker Mike Johnson refutes allegations. That's absurd. We have a responsibility here to do our duty. Our duty is to do right by the American people, to protect the people. We're not doing that under President Biden. Johnson maintained the deal currently under negotiation by senators this week is inadequate. Last week, Johnson expressed his belief that the deal is likely to face strong opposition and be rejected when it reaches the House, citing its perceived shortcomings. I'm John Schaefer. Unexpectedly, recent data is showing an increase in the number of job openings in the U.S. According to the Labor Department's report released Tuesday, there were 9 million open jobs in December. The majority of economists agree the current level of job openings is considered healthy. I'm Ryan Daniels, USA News. Do you have difficulty taking supplements? Are you searching for a high-quality, complete nutritional drink that your whole family will love? Nutramedical's Life Support has arrived. All of your daily nutritional requirements in one quick, delicious drink. Dr. Bill Deagle's Life Support is a proprietary blend of vegan protein, activated vitamins, essential minerals, amino acids, probiotics, green tea, digestive enzymes, anti-inflammatories, cancer prevention, detoxification, and much more. Your body will high-five you for this one. Life Support is the best, complete, nutritious meal replacement on the market. Whether you are an elite athlete, have post-operative challenges, chronic illness, elderly, or a family that just wants a quick, delicious drink, try Dr. Bill Deagle's Life Support for optimized nutrition in one great-tasting smoothie. Just add cold water, almond milk, fruit, or anything else you like. Nutramedical's Life Support. Try our great-tasting chocolate or vanilla today. Call 888-212-8871 or visit us online at Nutramedical.com. Nutramedical.com for the whole family. No matter how large or small your digging project may be, no matter how urban or rural, you must always call 811 before any digging project. 811 is our national one-call number, alerting your local utility companies to come out and mark any lines they have near your dig site. So before you do this or this... Make sure you do this. For digging projects, big or small, make the call to 811. Brought to you by Common Ground Alliance. Complement your health with hemp-derived cannabinoid oil. We've always believed that the closer to earth, the better it is for our bodies. 
Our hemp-derived cannabinoid oil is phytocannabinoid-rich, full-spectrum, and organically grown. Finally, hemp made easy, clean, and effective. GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. That's right. We cut through the red tape. It's now available at GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. On the Dr. Dahlia Show, thank you all for tuning in. one 877 doc Dahlia, 1-877-D-O-C-D-A-L-I. So one of our listeners does not want this read on air, but it's a very good question that we should talk about. And basically, he was concerned that his grandchildren were not that proficient in reading and math, but the school they were going to had a big focus on learning Spanish. And he's a little frustrated with the, um, shall we say, the focus on... English not being the primary language of America anymore. The focus on Spanish. I'm mixed on that. I have a different opinion on that. Uh, so, uh, and very, please keep them coming. You know, whether I agree with you or not, or I, I listen, if somebody is struggling in math and reading and English before they learn a second language, I understand how we need to obviously make sure that they could communicate in their native tongue. So I completely understand that. But I think our approach to a second language is to me a little, I think we're really behind where other countries, many of these kids are multilingual and here in America, many of us only know one language and I get with Google and technology, you'll be able to in real time, try to you know, be able to talk to others in a different language. I, I don't want to trust a computer, Last thing I want is to say something that could get canceled because I'm using the wrong term. But my teaching myself Spanish to the point where I'm fairly fluent, I think is one of my greatest assets. And I can't tell you how many times I have been grateful that I know how to speak another language. Now, mind you, I come from family when they had to escape the Holocaust and, you know, escape and... I have family, like my grandmother spoke four languages, English, German, Hebrew, and I believe it was Austrian, but I think there was one other. And knowing Spanish, I could understand some Italian. I could understand some Latin. And so I love that that part of the brain is active. In fact, there's been studies saying those who are multilingual have lower risk of dementia. Now, it's, I think because you really have to actively use those language receptors. And now I don't, you know, when I speak Spanish, sometimes the words flow perfectly. Sometimes I'll say a word I didn't even know I knew because it just flows. But other times I have to actively translate in my head. When you have to do that, you're exercising the brain. And, you know, so from a physiological, you know, neuro health standpoint, Learning another language, I think, is very, very valuable. Now, from a societal standpoint, okay, as many of you could see, many signs are bilingual. In fact, in certain areas of certain cities, the signs are all in Spanish. I don't want to live in a country where 
I don't understand the language. And so many individuals are getting a little frustrated that there's they can't understand a sign in their own hometown. And so for me, the answer to that is learn the language. <laughs> but I, I understand the pushback. I get that. But we have a population now, especially with Biden's border policies, we have many individuals that don't speak English. Now, for me personally, it was a huge advantage with getting a job. I was hired first out of my whole medical school class for a job because I was able to speak Spanish. So it definitely gives you the edge. Now, I understand not speaking the second language doesn't. And it would be easier if society just, you know, goes back to all English. But I'm telling you right now, it, uh, you know, it's changing and um, it's, you know, people having other languages and other, it's, that's here to stay. You know, I tried to learn some Vietnamese because I was at a nail salon where they were always, I don't know if you remember that Seinfeld episode where Elaine thought they were talking about her. And she didn't understand what they were saying. So when I went to the nail salon, I learned some Vietnamese. And when I answered back, they looked shocked that I could be possibly understanding. <laughs> they weren't that happy about it. Yeah, But I, I just didn't want to be in an area where I didn't understand the language. I wanted to know and make sure that somebody wasn't talking. And I get it. You know, people do deserve privacy. And But you're in a public place. You're speaking something. Don't assume somebody doesn't understand you. So I was in Miami, and we were in an elevator, and somebody walked in and said to Sarah Piso, assuming I spoke Spanish. And this is Miami, Florida, in America. I understand to Sarah Piso is third floor. So I hit the button, and my family looked at me shocked that I understood her. But what was shocking wasn't that I could understand her. What was shocking is that she assumed you know, that we spoke Spanish. Either she didn't speak English and she was communicating only, the only way she could, or she could speak English, but she thought that you know, most of the people around her spoke Spanish. Spanish is going to become the second primary language, if not already, of America. I was at uh, Disneyland. I think I was. this was years ago. We got a good deal on one of the Disneyland hotels. They're usually really expensive. But I was there, and all of a sudden, one of the housekeepers starts running over to us, yelling at us in Spanish. And from what I understood, the kids were in danger if they kept walking down that hall because there was something going on with the elevator. Well, apparently there was a big gate. For some reason, the shaft was open and the door didn't close. So I moved the kids over. We took the stairs. And my son was really, really young. My son was, I think, three at the time. And he looked up at me. This was one of my sons. He looked up at me. He goes, Mom, thank God you speak Mexican. I go, it's Spanish. It's called Spanish. You know, she might have been Mexican. She was Latina, but you know, it's called Spanish. So I corrected him on that. But the fear he looked at that he didn't understand what she said made me realize that a lot of individuals are very nervous that they could be in danger in their own country and not understand somebody trying to say something. I was very grateful she spoke to us any way she could, and it protected the kids, and thank God they didn't you know, fall down an elevator shaft. I'm really grateful. But you know, the does beg the question, did we do ourselves a disservice not learning other languages? In Europe, many people are bilingual. 
The average person in France knows English and French. The average person in Italy knows English and Italian. The average person in Israel knows English and Hebrew. So because we are already in on English, we already speak English, many of us are not putting in the work to learn a second language. So I do think the schools should have that. The only thing is, is I think the schools need to teach it differently. When in Spanish, it was always, donde esta la biblioteca? Where is the library? That really didn't help me. It didn't help me with patients. It didn't help me in Mexico. I always wondered why is it, you know, when you go to Mexico, you have to go to a library? <laughs> or donde esta la discoteca? Where's the discotheque? Well, they, okay, they don't have discotheques anymore. They have bars. They have restaurants. So we do need practical language learning. But maybe what we need to be taught is how to learn another language. What you do. What is the best way to expand your vocabulary? Many of us don't speak English fully. My vocabulary was very limited because my father knew very little English. He learned English to become a citizen. And so he could take the test and he became a citizen of this country. Uh, But his English was limited, so my English was limited. If it wasn't for my mom, I would be really in trouble in terms of my vocabulary. So we need to understand vocabulary. We need, and there's ways to teach other languages early on such that, you know, like with medical Spanish, while the kids are learning, while the students are learning, you know, the vocabulario, you know, the word have also the Spanish word for it. They see it long enough, they pick it up. And so maybe we do have to have a different approach. But if if a child is struggling with certain subjects, we got to get them up to date. But I really do believe we should be more of a bilingual. I don't care what other language you speak, but I think it's very important for us to know other languages. One eight seven seven dot Ellen. February is Heart Month, and every year, Extendivite has a sale. This year is no different. Extendivite is regularly $69.95 plus shipping and handling for a two-month supply. In February, Extendivite is only $57.50 for a two-month supply plus shipping and handling. Extendivite is a combination of garlic, cayenne, hawthorn, bilberry, ginkgo biloba, valerian, and milk thistle. These ingredients work synergistically to improve your overall health. So don't delay. Join the Extendivite family today. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend your life with Extendivite. Fantasy football season is coming, but sadly, too many of you are taking the bench while the country takes part in one of the most exciting and lucrative industries out there. Don't know how to play, huh? Well, huddle up and listen. Sports analyst Paul Kalikas and I have written a fantasy football pocket guide for beginners. This book walks you through the basics and shows you how simple and lucrative joining and creating a fantasy football team can be. Read our Fantasy Football Pocket Guide for Beginners found on Amazon or follow the links on Twitter and Facebook. That's Fantasy Football Pocket Guide for Beginners. It's time you get into the action. Dr. Dahlia here. Are you tired, gaining weight, burned out, stressed out? 
Well, how's your dopamine doing? Not sure? Then check out our book, Deploying Dopamine. How you feel right now, how you will feel an hour from now, how you will feel next week is completely reliant on our dopamine. Christian Kalikas and I created Deploying Dopamine, a book that tells you what dopamine is, when it dysfunctions, and how to successfully deploy dopamine when needed. So find Deploying Dopamine on Amazon or drdalia.com today. Wellness and self-care doesn't have to be complicated. So keep it simple and take good care of yourself with Sunny Bay Heating Pads. Our heating pads soothe pains in the neck, back, and shoulders while relaxing muscles and increasing blood circulation. Sunny Bay Heating Pads have always been made in the USA and hand-filled to perfection with the highest quality materials. Sunny Bay Heating Pads are the perfect wellness gift for loved ones or yourself. See all of our high-quality products at sunny-bay.com, including heated body pads, neck pillows, heated neck and body wraps, and our stress-reducing lavender line. They're all affordable, durable, and in stock now and ready for immediate shipping direct from sunny-bay.com. Read our trusted, authentic, and real reviews at sunny-bay.com or just search for Sunny Bay Heating Pad. To your good health and wellness from Sunny Bay. Get healthy, not high, with 100% pure CBD, powerful natural pain relief from Veterans Vitality. GCN listeners, have you ever thought about how CBD may help you? I'm sure you have heard about the many benefits of CBD. Well, here's your opportunity to try before you buy. Created by veterans and for everyone who deserves better choices, our CBD is derived from organic hemp, grown in the USA, and third-party tested. Veterans Vitality CBD saves you as much as 25 to 50% over our competition, and a portion of all sales is contributed to veteran nonprofits and events. Many of our customers have experienced improved quality of life, help with anxiety, PTSD, and overall well-being. Our products do not contain THC. They are safe, non-addictive, effective, and 100% legal. GCN listeners, get your free trial bottle of premium CBD by simply paying shipping and handling at GCNFreeCBD.com. That's GCNFreeCBD.com. Again, GCNFreeCBD.com. Offered by Veterans Vitality Premium CBD. Hi, I'm Dr. Joel Wallach, the Dead Doctors Don't Lie guy, formerly Air Force Lieutenant Colonel, Air National Guard and Reservist. I'm looking for veterans, active duty military personnel to join the 90 for Life Crusade to save America. She needs your skills, courage, and loyalty more than ever. Contact GCNteam.com. Because of the financial and health care collapse, veterans are currently struggling finding jobs. Frustrated looking for a job? Change your tactics. Join the 90 for Life Crusade to save America. Start a health care business with FDI Longevity 90 for Life Crusade. Contact GCNteam.com immediately. We're looking for military specialists who can use a computer and communicate information and execute a battle plan. Join the admirals, Navy SEALs, Marines, pilots, Army officers, military police, sheriffs, police officers, firemen, and first responders already enrolled in the 90 for Life Crusade. Contact GCNteam.com now. FDI Longevity will help you apply your military skills to the task of saving America through health and financial programs. Contact GCNteam.com. Enlist in GCNteam.com and save America. Dr. Dahlia Show, thank you all for tuning in. 1-877-DOC-DALI, 1-877-DOC-DALI. So this headline caught my eye. Daily Mail has reported... The 
that there is a 39-year-old woman who is the mother of 19 children and is about to give birth to her 20th child. The children, I believe, have different fathers. And she plans on continuing to conceive as it is, quote-unquote, a business for her. Martha is from Medellin, Colombia, is 39 years old and wants to continue to conceive, quote, even if she doesn't know who has fathered her kid. 17 members of the family are under 18. She is receiving financial support from the government for every baby. Martha says, I see being a mom like a business practically. I think each of her kids was conceived by a different father. Now, she see she says, though, the money she receives barely covers the cost of raising and caring for them. She says, the truth is, as the government helps me for every child, I receive a little money for each one. So she gets $76 for her oldest children, $30.50 for the youngest ones. Now, I don't know how often that is. So each month, the state pays her $510 to care for her children. Now, in America's standards, you'd get a lot more than that. But still, that's not enough for 19 kids. Martha also gets help from the local church and her neighbors. But she accuses the absent fathers of her children of being irresponsible. She has a small three-bedroom house. The eldest child sleeps on the sofa. She says she sometimes struggles to provide adequate meals for everyone. But she's going to continue to have babies until her body can't take it anymore. Now, this obviously is very concerning. We have um, children who are starving. We have children in our country that with all the aid and the food stamps and all that not being cared for. And you wonder what is happening with the parents. Now, in this particular case, she's in Colombia, $510, definitely not enough. But then you wonder, then why is she still giving birth? Why not using birth control? But she says it's a business. I, I, it's, that's wrong on so many different counts. But I love seeing a child born. I love seeing child a child have a chance at life. But... Yeah, what resources does she have? What love is that kid getting when love has to be split among 19 others? Hopefully the siblings also provide support for each other. But I think we have a problem in terms of parents understanding their role, parents knowing what they're supposed to do. I think a lot of parents have kids and then they don't realize that they're supposed to be spending a lot more time with them than they do. Another headline today is some of the text messages between Ethan Crumbly, the Michigan school shooter, and his parents have been now made public. And the mom of Ethan Crumbly is on trial for four counts of involuntary manslaughter. And the parents' roles, and more and more are we going to see parents hold responsibility if their child, underage child, ends up hurting other people.
and you see some of the aftermath or or the or some of the texts and i guess the mother apparently knew her son was about to do it because you see her text don't do it then i think you see the father say call me now now i don't know if they turned around and called the police which is what you would have to do but the, could the parents have stopped this now there's been rumors behind this family in terms of the child was very open about wanting to use a gun i think the parents might have supplied the child a gun then yes the parents are complicit but you see the mom say ethan don't do it then you see the dad say ethan call me now Then there was another message saying, did you get shot? But we don't identify who. What the hell is going on here? So I think they were all at school that day. I'm not sure if this is the one where he was at school when parents were talking to him, talking to them, or the school was talking to the parents about him drawing pictures of guns. And they were worried that he was possibly at higher risk. And then they ended up leaving the school. He goes to the bathroom and then pulls out the gun and starts shooting. So the parents, you hear the mom scream, why, why? This is in the interview room. This was after, uh, I guess, police captured him. And, and you know, that, then the parents obviously were saying, I wish we would have taken him home. So he had done a violent drawing of a gun with the words, the thoughts won't stop, help me. So the kids, the the kid was in the principal's office, the parents came, but the parents didn't take him home that day. They left the kid in school, and that's when he shot. He shot and killed four students, age 14 to 17, injured seven others, including a teacher. This was on November 30th, 2021. And he even on paper, this was on his homework. You see the gun, and he said, the thoughts won't stop, help me. Then you see a bullet, and it says blood everywhere. And you see his name, you see the assignment. So the school called the parents, but nobody looked to check if he had a gun. The parents should have never given him a gun if that's what happened. So the mom and her husband are now accused of contributing to the deaths at Oxford High School because they neglected the son's needs and made a gun accessible at home. So, you know, parents being responsible, I think there is this movement now where if a child is under their care, if the child gives warning signs and the parents do nothing or possibly contribute, yes, they should be held liable. But I think we need to teach parents that if they're going to become parents or if they are parents, you have duties, you have responsibilities. And I'm seeing that the average parent, they don't want to take their kid to a doctor. They don't want to consider that their child could be a murderer. They don't want to feed the child correctly. They don't want to make sure that the child isn't bullied by other kids, including siblings. You know, there's a selfish attitude. Well, other people, you know, their kids work and support them and help. That's what you have kids for. No, you have kids 
because you want someone to love. You want to bring someone on, you know, into this world, into this life. You want to nurture them and you want to help them become self-sufficient. And I think people think kids are just, some people don't like their kids. They feel they got a bad product and since they can't return them, they just let them be. It's dangerous. And when do we train people on what it's like to have a kid? We might do a little bit in school where you have to watch an egg and take care of an egg. And if the egg drops, you fail, which is hard because you have a sibling who's going to wreck the egg. But, you know, we need to do more than that. So you see this mom in Colombia going, oh, I can have more. It's a business. People don't get it. A child needs love. A child needs nurturing. That's your duty. one 877 If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. I had no idea it would destroy my life. But before it happened, I had a successful business in Austin, Texas. Everyone laughed at me when I shut that business down, but I could not ignore the wake-up call. I was volunteering on a project to get locally grown food into a school. That project was a complete failure, and I discovered that there were few local farmers, there's only four days' worth of food in the grocery stores, and everything comes 1,500 miles via a just-in-time trucking system. I lost friends and family who told me I was crazy to worry about that, but I kept at it. I'm Marjorie Wildcraft. Those of us who know what's going on in the world know you need to become self-reliant before the dollar collapses. I've created a free webinar at GCNfood.com. I can show you, like I've shown hundreds of thousands of people, how to grow lots of food, even if you have no experience, you're older, or you're out of shape. Do it now, before the stores are boarded up and food is not available at any price. Go to GCNfood.com. GCNfood.com.